talking to you. I hear you. Ah, oh, shut up. Nobody's talking to you. Didn't you ever hear of a phone? Want to kiss my butt? I'm not going to stay down here all day. Thank God. Oh, man, shut up. Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome back to another episode of Podstalgic. This is a movie podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. And I am Peter. And I'm Mariano. In today's episode, we are revisiting the 1990 film Ghost for its 30th anniversary. Man, that's crazy to say, 30th anniversary. I know. I know. Not bad. That was a little little independent movie that came out in 1990 called Ghost. Just a little right? one. Very little. <laughs> uh, up and comers, right? The stars. Uh, yeah, right. Nobody nobody heard Patrick Swayze. Nobody know about this guy. Swayze, right? dude. It's clearly Swayze. <laughs> it's Swayze. And uh, De- Demi Moore. <laughs> oh man, yeah, this is a phenomena of a movie, right? It was huge. I mean, I remember we it did, as a uh, seven-year-old. We, we, co- we covered Back to the Future, which was a phenomena of a movie, also. I've heard of that one. Bigger phenomena in my mind. <laughs> I think it was also in a lot of people's minds. But um, Ghost was pretty big, dude. Pretty it big. It was huge. It was pretty definitely big. huge. The, the number, think, number one movie uh, of that year. Right. I believe pottery um, people. I, what do they call them? Pottery classes? Went yeah, up. oh, sure. They, they, like... added, they were added in every single high school across America because they're like, because yes, right. ghost. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite, this is before before this term came to be used for a whole different reason. Okay. One of my favorite uh, favorite um, episodes of uh, of Community had uh, a couple of class members taking pottery in, you know, this is community college, right? Taking pottery classes. Okay. And as soon as somebody tried to do the whole, like, reach around and, like, do the pottery together business, the teacher's all like, hey, what does the sign say? And there's a sign that says, no ghosting. No. <laughs> Basically, you can't. <laughs> this is before yeah. ghosting became right, ghosting right, right. anyway. That That's shit was funny. fucking hilarious. Anyway. That is funny. Um, yeah. They, they uh, also parodied this scene or that scene in, I think one of the Naked Gun movies because those are oh, I'm sure. you know Zucker movies. Um, yeah. But before we uh, get more into it, let's take a uh, look back at July 13th weekend of 1990. Uh, the other movies that came out that year, I'm at least familiar with these, and one of which I have seen. Quick Change was one of the movies that came out with Bill Murray, where um, he robs a bank. Oh, I've seen I it don't one know time. This one. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, think I know this one. I feel like he directed it too. I, I kind of forget. It's been a few years since I've seen it. I watched it. I liked it. Um, that's definitely worth a watch. And the other movie is The Adventures of Ford Fairlane with uh, Andrew yes. Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay. I saw that one. You yeah. saw that one? Pretty good? Yeah. Or what do you remember? Uh, I remember there's a Ford Fairlane in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I, I would that's hope pretty so. much all I remember I right now. So, and I remember, yeah. It's not memorable. <laughs> uh, it opened up well. It, it ranked higher at least uh, that year. Um, for Adventures of Ford Fairlane, ranked sixty two that year, and Quick Change was eighty seven. Wow. So very interesting. Um, hmm. And I don't know if you like this, but the number one song at the time of this movie's release, "Step by Step" by New Kids on the Block. Uh, not a fan of New Kids on the Block. No. Uh, surprise, surprise. Mm, I like them. <laughs> okay, that's fine. A lot of people did, Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were huge. Yeah, um, they were super huge. I mean, they had many a number of... I mean, they were the white new edition. They were specifically that. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. there's exactly... Actually, that was a reaction to new edition. Oh, I know, I know. They're, it's the same, um, yeah. the, the same manager, right? They, right, yeah, he, exactly. He, he yeah. managed new edition, and then yep. they left him, and he's like, okay, fine. I'm going to get gave, five white boys from Boston, yep. too. Or Massachusetts, exactly. there you wherever. Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, right. um, yeah, I, I like them. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of their songs are karaoke go-tos for me. Step no, by I Step is, that. is one of them. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun songs. Um, all right, so... I like that. Might have to listen to some new edition and step by step later. Who knows? I'm not gonna do that. So, no. <laughs> but I'm glad that you're you're doing it for both of us, Peter. I appreciate yeah, that. Very good. All right. So <laughs> let's get back to Ghost real quick here. Now, you you mentioned that this movie was huge. Did you know this was a Academy Award winning movie? Well, I know that a um, 
uh, actor by the name of Whoopi Goldberg got an Academy Award for this film. Yeah. Yep. She didn't get it for um, for Eddie. Oh gosh. You know where she plays the basketball well, coach? Not for that sure. one. Sure. <laughs> I actually like that movie, but yes. No, she didn't get it for Eddie. <laughs> I was thinking color purple, but sure. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. If you want to go that way, uh, I think Eddie comes out like in '95, if I'm not mistaken. But um, if you what, had did it get to... something else, did it get another Academy Award? Oh yeah, that's a, that's what I was about to ask. Oh. If you had to guess, or I'm going to ask you to guess, how many noms at the very least uh, do you think it got? You know what? If I'm going to be like, and, and maybe this is going to be, um, this may give you an answer what I'm going to say for the rest of this podcast. Okay. I would say two. Okay. One uh, being Whoopi Goldberg for actress and mm-hmm. the other one being special effects because it's 1990. And I mean, I guess those effects were somewhat were, I don't know. I wouldn't say revolutionary for the time, but definitely like pretty good for the time. I think so too. And the and the version I saw was um, a pretty good transfer. I, I watched it on Showtime. It's currently streaming on Showtime at the at the time of this recording. But it was nominated uh, for five Academy Awards, including Best Picture, uh, Best Supporting Actress, which it won. Whoopi Goldberg, you mentioned it. Uh, it also won for Best Screenplay, written directly for the screen, uh, for uh, Bruce Joel Rubin. And then it also got nominated for Best Film Editing and Best Original Score. Wow. None of those except for Whoopi. <laughs> yeah. For uh, me. Best... I mean, and I'm telling you right now, and, I, and again, I'm letting you all know right now, if Whoopi Goldberg was not in this film, this would have been utter trash in my mind. I think Whoopi made the film. Oh, oh, absolutely. I think so. Yeah. Um, I think otherwise, oh, maybe not trash. Maybe it would have been just pedestrian. Maybe that's a better word. Yeah. I don't want to be rude. Pedestrian. Um, also, it would have been dark and just one of those movies that, I don't know, I don't think you'd have fun with it because she brings so much charm yeah. Yeah. Um, to many of the scenes. I mean, she, yeah, agreed. You know, let, let's, let's get into this. What, what is your okay. history with this movie? I saw it in the theater uh, and then subsequently I saw it maybe a few times after that, you know, because it was it's one of those staples that once it came out on cable TV, it was a, it's a, definitely a big movie. You know it was always I mean? on. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'll catch it here and there. And uh, so I haven't seen it in, oh my gosh, this movie's 30 years old. So probably not in like 28 years or something like that. Oh, wow. Okay. 20, 27 years or something like that. Maybe at least 25. Uh, so, and yeah. So this is the first time. So watching it again, and, and to be honest with you, there's a problem I have with this film, a couple of problems. And one of them, I know I had it when I first saw it in the theater too. So like- even back then so it's not like i'm coming in here like all bitter or whatever but it was like uh, this movie is just okay it's not there's nothing special which is why when you say screenplay and you say um overall film and i don't know what else was nominated in 1990 i'm like i don't, I don't get it and i don't know how much whoopi goldberg ad-libbed to be honest and i don't know how much was being the, the director's choice or the script or whatever but she she is literally the best thing and probably the only really good thing about this even like the bad guy is he's bad or whatever but he's not that great you know right. the main guy uh, i forget his name now willie lopez we, no that's not the bad guy i'm talking oh, about oh you're talking about tony goldwin him that who, dude who plays um, uh fits on uh scandal oh i don't know scandal so i don't know but okay. i hear that he does that yeah, so, um, he, well, he plays the president uh, in Scandal, ah. and here's the thing: because of this movie, I never I, and I watched Scandal for like the first three or four seasons with my wife, and um, I could never get into, I couldn't accept him as the the chief, <laughs> the commander in chief, because of this role. Yeah, I get it. I, look, man, I could not get into my two dads or uh, or um, whatever that other show Paul Reiser had because. Mad he was such you? an asshole in Aliens, dude. Oh, Mad about yeah, you, yeah. right? I can see dude, that. You're like gonna let this little girl die for you? No, are you gonna let the alien get her? <laughs> nah, Paul Reiser, forget it. Yeah, not, yeah. not for me, pal. Okay. I, I'm almost there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's very similar, very similar. Um, because Carl, 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 right? We we Carl, we, we yeah. mentioned Carl in Walking Dead. We also mentioned All him right. in um, the And at uh, one point, Tern- Patrick Terminator. does yell, "Carl, right? Carl, yeah." yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, he's so good at being bad. Like I, I was never able to shake that character from him. Watching him as a president in Scandal, so it's kind of crazy. Mm, I mean, see, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm like, I don't think he was that good. I think that he was bad, as in like a bad guy, like prototypical. Like he was a real shit because he basically he murdered. You know, even though he was just supposed to rob um, Sam or whatever, he still killed. Basically, killed his 
so-called best friend for laundering money, whatever that whole business. Right. That was obviously terrible. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now my beef with this movie. Like okay. the, the main one I have from the first time around. The, why is it gotta be the like dark, darker skinned Latino guy to be the main, like the main like focus of this like e- evilness or whatever? Uh, that that fucking that rubbed me the wrong way. And this is like in Holly, you know, 1990. So this is Hollywood time, basically when they're still anyway. Like you know, what are we? We're always for the most part portrayed as gang members or some kind of felon or some kind of murderer or some kind of that kind of bullshit you know right I mean? so and uh, but dark skin i mean i'm talking about generally when it comes to colorism he's not necessarily like dark skin but he's definitely like has some melanin in him so there's that you know what i mean so yeah let's i want to be able to to uh try to explain that part of it so so it's like you know and, and they have him in the shadows they have they always have this whole aesthetics for him that to me is you know like definitely has a lot like a lot of not just a hint of zism in it but quite a bit so there's that. Um, and also, the other thing I have, and I think this was brought up at the time, is when Sam goes into Whoopi, this is towards the end of the film, obviously, we, the, sh- the film shows us that you can go into somebody's body if you're a ghost, if they have, if they have, a, if they have the gift, and like they're in there. So basically, their personality, their, their essence is in the, other, the human form of the other person. So when it comes to Whoopi being, being uh, Sam going into Whoopi or whatever, like... Then he changes to Sam's face as like he embraces um, uh, Demi Moore's Molly, character yeah. and all that. And I'm like, no, that's not how it fucking. You already showed us a certain way. That's not how it fucking works. And it would have been fine because at the very end, when you have the ghost that Demi Moore can see, and they can kind of like, you know, kiss or whatever, or hold each other or whatever the hell it is before he's ascending or whatnot. Uh-huh. That works. That would still work. But you know, I guess sensibilities or whatnot you can't have a black woman kiss a white woman on the screen i don't know or because it's whipping because it's patrick Swayze makes a lot of money i don't fucking know why but you did not give us that those rules you are establishing throughout the film you totally like squashed and again i'm only thinking of racism because why not i mean yeah yeah yeah. it is hollywood after all so there's that so anyway that's that's my main beef with that that hadn't you know watching it again man i i don't think demi moore and patrick Swayze had that much chemistry so and i maybe i'm People probably believe they did. I don't think they did. Oh, I might be mistaken. Um, you know, his, I, I guess his, uh, maybe not beef, but I know it was him and Jennifer Grey had problems on the set of like Dirty Dancing, right? I don't think that was the case oh. with Demi Moore. Oh, okay. I don't think I didn't so. know that he had beef with, with Jennifer Grey. I, I think it was from, uh, it stemmed from when they were on Red Dawn together, I feel. Oh, crap. She was in Red Dawn? Yeah. Yeah, she was. So, uh, you know, I, th- I thought th- I thought they were fine. So, so here's the thing. Um, I, I'm definitely a little uh, more positive than you on this movie because <laughs> I, I did I did grow up watching this in the in the early '90s. But at some point, you know, it's not a movie that I often revisit. Uh, if it's on cable, you know, maybe I'll stop in to see what scene it's on. But um, I do remember rewinding over and over certain scenes with my my younger brother at the time. You know, we would just laugh our asses off. But it was all whoopee stuff, you know. Right. One of my favorite moments is when she's shouting at Molly from from the street, you know, and she's <laughs> like, you know, I'm gonna count to three and I'm out of here. One, two, three. And then she does that little like see you later hand gesture. We would always laugh at that because it was so hilarious, and we would just rewind it, rewatch it, rewind it. That's that's funny. Yeah, the, I love that scene when he's talking because you have the tip, the like the typical like stereotypical New York scene where the other guys like basically <laughs> shot back to America at her. Did it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you but too. But that's the thing. It's like yeah. you know, and she's like, "Shut up! Nobody's talking to you." <laughs> you know that whole thing. Yeah, dude. Oh, Whoopi so shines in this film. Her comedic timing is Im- impeccable, and and like one of my favorite scenes is. When she's giving up the check. Oh, yeah. That's, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you have to. dollars in yeah, 1990, right. too, you know. That's Look, the, man. Exactly. Anyway, so, I, that's, yeah. <laughs> I guess we can get into she, it. <laughs> she, she, she goes on to do Sister Act, too. That's the funny thing. Like, I was watching that last night. I was like, oh, man, th- there needs to be a meme of this where she gives, like, the c- convent? Convent. Okay, yeah. So she gives them money, and then you know the second meme would be like her disguising as a nun to go steal the money back. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a whole oh, other movie. That's yeah, hilarious. yeah, yeah. I I would watch that for sure. 
Let's see here. Yeah, so we kind of talked about um, Sam. He is a, a banker. Uh, he's got a lot of money. So obviously, having seen this movie a number of times in, in my past, I was watching. Um, I was I was watching Carl. You know, for like that first twenty minutes, and I think they set him up to be a jerk really early on too. And that moment where they walk into the office and or they're they're on the elevator and he's coughing, playing off like he's got something. That's kind of a, I'm a sorry, douche that move. Very rude in mm-hmm. these days and times, Peter. Yeah. No. That part does not hold up. There's way too many people in the elevator. <laughs> Nobody's know, wearing right? a mask. No. Um, <laughs> right. And then he touches the dude like, he told me, don't touch anybody. He touches that one guy. Yeah, I was yeah. fucked up. Well, the whole he, time, I'm like... Him yeah, coughing he, on the guy's dick. neck was, was, was you know, even the really without, bad part. Even without the disease that he doesn't have, that's a dick move. Yeah. It really is. And then... Uh, Sam mentions how he's got like um, all this um, uh, money in this bank, but the the dollar amount doesn't come up. But Sam is expecting some businessmen from Japan, so he needs to tend to that and gives Carl access to to the bank. So they kind of set that up, like so. Carl saw how much money was available, and then um, and then like in the opening scene where they're breaking the wall and the ceilings in their Manhattan home. Great apartment. Um, yeah, huge. And uh, Molly says something to Carl about like, uh, I forget the line, but she says something about, oh, something about money. Then he's like, oh, I'm 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 obsessed. You know, so they're kind of setting up that he's, you know, really into money. Um, so there were like little drops and hints uh, of that, that I was like, okay, I could kind of see that. And I'm sure it was still... A big reveal to people uh, later on, but I think um, there's some nice writing touches in there and and kind of callbacks. You know, again, you alluded to how we did uh, Back to the Future on the last episode, and you know, there are some setups. I can see why that it was nominated, but I mean, it it didn't. Oh, I guess it it won for the uh, best screenplay. I don't know. I I guess there was a lot of good callbacks, but um, I do see uh, you know your criticisms for sure. One of the moments that I like, and I think the effects are actually pretty decent. Um, I'm looking at the Wikipedia here, and it says like there's over a hundred um, special effects shots in the movie. I thought I thought they did a pretty good uh, job with the composites. You know, when there's like two of the same characters, Carl um, at the end there, uh, Willie Lopez in the middle, and then Sam in the beginning. I like the part where Sam's in the hospital after he dies, and then he sees um, that old man. You know, that's like waiting for his wife, you know, and then uh, there's a part, you know, because the old man tells him about like walking through doors and um, and all that stuff. And then there's a part where Sam, he's standing there in the middle of the hallway as a doctor is like walking through him. Right. And then you see right. like the vessels and the the blood and all that, which I was just like, well, uh, upon rewatch, I'm like, oh, well, that's weird. And then I comp- completely forget the part where Sam is about to go through the door for the very first time. Right. You know, and then you see him go through the door, and then we see that image again of like the blood vessels, like, oh, what is that? And then it's revealed that he was actually about to walk through Willie Lopez. You know, so I was just like, oh, great callback to what we just saw earlier, too. So they set that up, too. So there, there's some nice touches here and there. Um, we didn't really mention it, I don't believe, but I mean, this is directed by Jerry Zucker, you know, younger brother of David Zucker, as the Zucker brothers who did all those spoof movies, uh, I believe mm, Top Secret right. and Naked Gun and stuff like that. Um, this was his, maybe not departure from that, but this was something completely different, you know, and it's kind of like Key and Peele, you know, when, when, who's the one that made, is Peele, okay, that that goes on to do uh, Get Out, you're just like, oh, wow, you know, you you can do something other than comedy, so this is kind of it, and and I guess they wanted something uh, really, really dark, you know, but Patrick Swayze wouldn't do this movie without Whoopi Goldberg. I am, I'm going to... I'm going to preface pretty much or throw in this one aspect of myself here. Um, I love Patrick Swayze, right? I'm a fan of his, like, you know, rest in peace, Rob Patrick. Um, but I'll be honest with you. I know this this and his other vehicle, like the most popular vehicle that he's been in, w- would you say is Dirty Dancing, right? Yes, absolutely. So this and Dirty Dancing, my least favorite from him. So I, I really don't don't care for either film on this to me is like a whoopee vehicle in my mind just because of how much she stood out and he wasn't really to me that great in this film um i don't know and 
Demi Moore was fine. Uh, you know, the, the, I don't know. It's it just, I, I'm watching it again. I'm all like, I, to be honest with you, I kind of, I was kind of dreading it because that's kind of my last inkling feeling about watching this film was I remember not really being so high up on it. Like people were, you know, and I understand the, I think that I'm more high up on the, the like popular, like, uh, things that came out of this film, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's the whole, like the, the pottery thing, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, girl, you're in danger, girl, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, you some, know. some, there's, there's, there's plenty of little things here and there from this film that are part of popular culture that I'm more up on than the actual movie itself. You know what I mean? Cause to be honest with you, this pottery scene, I was grossed out by it because I'm like, dude, you're going to give her a UTI if you touch her anywhere near with all that bullshit in your hands, with all that clay. And how mm, you, oh, yeah. I'm just, I was disgusted. I'm sorry. I was fucking disgusted. You dude. work in healthcare. Yeah. I, I'm I, just saying, man. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Uh, never thought about that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I thought that was a sexy scene. Not going to lie. You know, I, I, I did like that. Dude, you're but... most of the people that watch this movie, Peter. I yeah. am the weird one. You're, 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 you're right along there, buddy. I'm the, I am the outlier, basically. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, people watch, listen to this going like, "What the fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> does he not like? Does he not like? Like, does he hate puppies and <laughs> and babies too?" And the answer is no. I love babies and puppies, so yeah, you no, love, I just you don't love like baby. Ghosts. So, oh, so dude, I, I can exactly. attest to that. You you like babies? Um, you, you know what's funny? Uh, Willie Lopez. Uh, I never caught this until this viewing, but the part where Sam follows him back to his apartment, uh, Sam looks at his uh, at Willie's mailbox. And he's got that um, what was it called? It's not a stencil, but you know the the, the label maker, you know where you print out somebody's right. name. The, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's two tone. Willie is like one color, and then Lopez is another. So was there another Willie that lived there before, and then they added Lopez <laughs> to replace it? Maybe I don't know. Clearly, you didn't uh, notice that, but I, no, I, I just kinda, thought it was you know, a weird I'd be detail. With you, I did notice that. I, I was just like, <laughs> at this point, I was waiting for uh, Sam to call call him like uh some uh, damn foreigner or something or i don't know <laughs> waiting wow. to go mag- full maga full maga on this guy sam <laughs> look i'm just dude i'm being a dick okay well, you, like, you know I'm, he did say just... <laughs> the jap like uh, i don't know if he said the, the, the those japanese guys or uh he did say the, he did he did go or... somewhere yeah he did he did go a little it was a slight it's like yeah. some something there, you yeah, know. Yeah, I, well, I, I'm just, I, look, I I'm just, I'm just being, I'm being facetious, but I'm just <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. Um, Whoopi Goldberg, I, I really do like her uh, introduction here. <laughs> She's trying to um get more money from uh, Rosa Santiago. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. Like, I don't know. I feel a presence here, but uh, <laughs> look, I don't know. Maybe twenty bucks. Maybe twenty bucks. I, I, I can feel a little bit more. <laughs> I just look, love man, that whole scene. <laughs> I love how she's like. Oh, very handsome, and she's and, and she's like, she had this look on her face, like handsome. He's every anything but that. She's like, we're all handsome under. Would be playing that off so well. Oh, and her sisters, you know her. Oh, the whole thing, the whole setup, and when she actually hears Sam, uh, the whole, you know, it, it's yeah. She she just brought so much to this to this character, you know, like and again, Academy Award winner. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, again, you, you mentioned, I wonder how much of it was actually improvised and stuff. Like, I, I like the part where uh, Molly does finally let her in and she's sitting there and she's like looking through all the pictures like, oh, is this you? She's talking to Sam at this point. Molly thinks, you know, she's talking to her. He's like, oh, yeah, you're cute. White, but cute. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, because that's one of the first things that she said to him earlier, too. It's like, oh, yeah. When he white, says aren't something. you? Yeah. Because he's like, he goes, I'm right beside you. Go besides me. <laughs> like, or besides you're like. You're white, aren't you? You. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Um, hey, can we say something about Sam real quick? Not, okay. not, not that great of a guy. Uh, why do you feel like you have to force somebody to do your bullshit? Uh, number one, because he kind of did that, and also the whole singing of the song to get uh, what's Demi Moore's character's name? How come I can't Molly. remember her name? Molly. Thank you, Molly. Molly you Molly? in Danger Girl? Yeah, now, Molly. Right? That line um, became and, a title on an episode of Scandal. Molly, you in Danger Girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw I saw that episode one day. I go, oh, ghost reference because Tony right. Goldwyn. Yeah. So he sang that stupid song to like make her go on a date with him. Uh, a little problem, kind of a problem, kind of a problem. Oh sure. I mean, he works at Wall Street, right? Sure. There you go. There's that. You know, let's let's dive into that character, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's some of those things. Like, no, I I've always remembered that line too. Oh, that's how he got me to go on a date with him. 
he gonna do him, you know. Um, yeah, and, hey, and also, you know, Molly, that, that, yeah. to add to that, you know, when they're walking through the alley, and um, she's like, "Do you love me?" He goes, "What, what kind of question is that? You know, I do." It's like, but you never say. It. You always say ditto. I mean, you know, it's all the same. It's you know, my, people, you're like, it's my, it's my thing. It's my catchphrase. I'm gonna yeah, trademark yeah. that. Right, right. I don't say to anybody else, but you. Everybody always says, "I love you." You know, you special. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Also, why? This is like I'm, they came out of a play, right? So I'm assuming it's like 10 p.m., maybe 11 p.m. I don't know what alley in New York they're walking out. That that's desolate. Like nobody around. What the fuck were they, dude? Because. I don't, I don't remember New York. I don't know. I mean, look, I've only been in New York a few times, but I don't know if it's that dead at like 11 p.m. anywhere in New York, just about. Yeah, I have no it's idea. Weird. But, um, but but did you notice, yes. just real quick before I forget, did you notice that Bruce Wayne's parents were walking in the other direction? I did. Did you notice I, I did that? Going that. into yeah. an alley. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They that. went the other alley. Um, yeah, but yeah, right. It, it was, you know, uh, clearly, Willie Lopez shot Sam and then ran off and shot them. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> he got a wallet in a necklace yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, a few a few pearls left of that necklace. Um the play that they wanted to go see is Macbeth, which in in uh, I guess in production you you don't say that name, right? Isn't that the one that you don't say I the name? I think that's of? the one. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's the one. But I watched an interview with um Jerry Zucker and uh he was saying something about how he he was like fascinated with the uh, with Hamlet and how that opens up with like the ghost of Hamlet's father or something like that. And he just thought it was an interesting idea to have like, you know, uh, a character be a ghost to, you know, walk around the living and whatever, whatever. Um, so I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but that's Hamlet. So why Macbeth? But you know what? I think, I think it's Hamlet that you're not supposed to say the name. No, no, I think it's Macbeth. It's Macbeth? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Pretty sure because um, there's so many versions of Hamlet and I, I think I feel. Like Macbeth was, uh, there wasn't like a lot of film versions of it, probably for right. that superstition oh, or something. Okay. Which is a better, I mean, I mean, I haven't read Hamlet in a long time, but I really like Macbeth for some reason. More I mean, so. I, I watch know. Hamlet all the time in the form of The Lion King. You know, that is that is Hamlet. Oh, that, oh, damn, Peter, look at you. See, this is why you get paid the big bucks. Oh, Peter, I, by I the way, Peter, you're doing here. all the work here. I'm, I'm just basically <laughs> like, just, I'm like, uh, I am luggage right now i'm just you just carry me around and i'm being a bitter bitter luggage um <laughs> uh, i i think i mean the the analogy you're trying to make is your baggage really like luggage could be a good thing like the baggage no, it is baggage yeah. Yeah, yeah oh yeah there you go because luggage yeah. means you could be traveling somewhere see this is All how right. screwed up i am man we've been quarantined too <laughs> this, long this, well this movie uh, clearly is um uh it messed me getting up under bro. your skin here a little bit <laughs> i'm trying to think of um Okay, what what scene did you like? Did you like the what what is the that ghost in the subway station? What's his problem? Um, I think that whatever his issue is, obviously some kind of mental issue. But the thing is, like you know, when when Sam asks him how long you've been here, he can't really answer that, right? And then he like forgets who Sam is, even though he was just talking to him. So there's obviously something there, um, you know. And again, he's just a vehicle so that Sam can. Push shit around, obviously. Obviously, duh. He, like right he there. got pushed himself, right? Exactly. And the broken glass, right in the in the first scene yeah. that the, the first interaction, the broken yeah, not just pushed ghost to ghost, ghost on ghost crime, Peter. Nobody fucking talks it. about that. But anyway, um, but breaking the glass. Well, spe- speaking of that, when when he um, you know, he he grabs a hold of Sam and pushes him through the side of the train, so that way. <laughs> Like if the other train came, was he gonna knock off like Man, Sam's head? That, like I didn't, uh, I didn't get that part. <laughs> that's what I mean. I get Sam uh, still trying to figure out how to, you know, do the ghosty thing, right? And be used to being a ghost or whatnot. But dude, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get decapitated, bro. You're you're gonna go through the other train. I mean, do you think that after he got shot, you know, there, there's that? I like this moment too when when you hear the gunshot and then you see Willie run, and then there's a few beats later that Sam runs after him too, which you know, obviously, if you see him for the first time, you're like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe it was just a gunshot wound. Turn around, and there he is lying in a pool of blood with with Molly. But that was a good scene, by the way. The way that was shot. Oh yeah. The way that he chased them down the street. The way they transitioned that. I thought that was a very that was a very good choice. I like that. And then there's a moment where Sam's like, "Am I dead?" And then there's like you know that light that comes from the heavens, and and then it looks like they're about to take him. You know, I'm, I'm wondering, 
Oh, well, of course, uh, he has unfinished business, but it could also simply be like, eh, we don't know if yeah. we want you right now. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. You know, what if he's like, what if he is really like doesn't love her anyway? You know what I mean? What if his ditto is really him being like, she's she's cool and all whatever. And like, oh, I'm just going to go to the light. That seems like a cool spot. But to be honest, he's a banker. Not that great of a guy. Why does he get the light? Because he didn't murder somebody? I guess that's what it is. I don't know. That's, that's all that's, it is. That's the line, right? Is a murder? The murdering is the line. That's what takes you down. It, it is. And and I do um, like the old man in, in the hospital, right? So that's yeah. a callback to that where we see uh, a gentleman who dies and then goes up. And right. then the old man's like, oh, yeah, we, you, you never know which way it's going to go. And so foreshadowing, okay, we're, we're going to see people go up and down. Right, so, right. Again, there's some nice touches for sure. Um, at the 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 entities that take people down, to me, sound like a bunch of old men, like really old men, like like having trouble like walking or just getting up out of bed, you know, where they have the creaky yeah. knees and the you know, pretty soon to be me, by the way, soon to be me, <laughs> you know. Um, but it's like I couldn't help but laugh at that, and I know it's supposed to be scary and whatever, and you know, frightening and whatnot, and you know, there's a whole obviously very religious aspect of this thing but i was kind of laughing my ass off on that on every time they showed up the opening seek uh, the, the the very beginning of the movie came off of uh you know something like a, like a horror movie you know like uh, when they flash the the title ghost on the screen you get that strike of the violin you know like like it's a horror movie you know what i'm yeah. talking about yeah, I know what you mean. That yeah. kind of creeped me out for a second. I was like, oh, I don't remember oh. that part. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't remember. Me. I was like, oh. I'll be honest with you. I didn't remember that. I didn't. I had no recollection of that. And when it did happen, I kind of like was like, what? <laughs> it was more yeah. like a WTF moment for me. I was like, huh? Yeah. It just um, seemed like that wasn't really like, I don't know, man. It didn't, it didn't seem like it fit to me. But I'm like, all right. I guess on the aspect of it being darker, maybe, you know, like, you know, the the thought of the movie being dark. I wonder if um if this had any other working titles because uh when let's see Preston f- FaceTimed me last night during what scene was it it, it was uh when, when Willie was dying like all that you know there's gunshots right, yeah. and and you know he gets the hit car, by the car over. yeah right right so Preston's all like oh daddy what, what are you watching and I was like oh it's a movie about a robbery because I didn't want to say like oh it's called ghosts you know what I mean so that's the other thing too like I wonder if the title throws people off I mean clearly it's about Sam who is a ghost but that says nothing about the movie um hmm. speaking of doesn't say anything about the movie the song Unchained Melody those two words isn't part of the lyrics at all or even the chorus so this is one of the earlier instances where a movie introduced me to a song that was recorded way earlier that I fell in love with. Talk about a uh, phenomenon again, because that song was everywhere. Yeah, it's movie. it's kind of like um, re- remember that show Laguna Beach? Yes, I, I think it was that one. Yeah, that, that, okay, that's the one with like Elsie and I don't know if you watched any of that. I mean, I know the show. I don't know. I okay. might have seen something here and there. So I'm not very familiar with it, but yeah. I know the show. The, um, I know it exists. Right, right. Well, I, I believe it was that show that kind of brought back Don't Stop Believing." Really? Yeah. What year was that? Oh, gosh. Early 2000s. Oh, okay. Because that was, um, I mean, it might be a regional thing, but that was like the theme song to like the San Francisco Giants World Series run. What year and was it that? It was like 2010. Oh yeah, this this was. I'm pretty sure this was before that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I I feel like it was one of those things. Like they they played that in the you know background of w- one of those scenes, but that song played. I was like, oh, okay, I remember that '80s song. And then after that, they would use it for everything, just like Eye of the Tiger. They would use it for everything. So it it was one of those right, things. Yeah. But Un- Unchained Melody was yeah, I think was um huge. It was huge, but it it it, it turned me on to the uh, the Righteous Brothers. Okay. I mean, I was already listening to my dad's music anyway, but he did have one of their, I'm sure, greatest hits albums. Because I think the song oh, right. yeah. originally came out like in 55, and then they recorded it in 65. can't believe it's that old. It's an old song, yeah. There's, really another, old. One on a, yeah. there's another one of their songs, I think. I think they did, you got the love and feeling, right? You lost, yeah, you, you lost the love and feeling right, on Right, which Top is like Gun. a Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, right, which is like a big one on Top Gun, too. And I don't, know how, I don't know if it became that big, but I know Top Gun was a pretty big movie, too. Um, yeah. That I, song yeah. we would often sing in basic training. How cliched, Peter? Probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, just as cliched as using "Fortunate Son" for like every freaking 
uh, war montage in Area oh, movie. Oh, God, of course. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, you're right about that, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we keep talking about other things other than this movie. Um, <laughs> Otome Brown, right, is, is yes. definitely the, the MVP. I love the scene where they go see, what's his name, Lyle, right, the, the, the banker. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and because uh, he was so drunk that uh, yeah. he can't even remember. And the whole time I'm thinking, this dude is racking his brain because he doesn't know. Like, I, I, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm, I'm going to go on the limb and say, this dude doesn't know no black people. Yeah. So he's probably like going, what the fuck? No, he's and probably he's, like, I, I know I was drunk, but I'm pretty sure I've never met her. <laughs> uh, but then she had enough information, you know, because of uh, Sam, which made it really funny. And yeah, no, that was good. Um, anytime she's on screen. Anytime Whoopi's on screen, it just took it to the next level. And I, I, I cannot picture anyone else doing that role or what it would be like to not have Otome Brown in this film played by Whoopi Goldberg. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine anybody else. I mean, she's got a very unique um, comedic timing. Uh, I, I think, I mean, the, it's very deserving, The um, you know, her, oh, yeah. her Academy Award. Now, the other should've, person... Should have got it for the color purple, but okay. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think uh, you can say that to a lot of the other people in that movie as well. Um, the other person, very small role. We already mentioned Lyle, but I also like uh, the the police uh, officer that she speaks oh, to. Yeah, Stephen Root. Yeah, Steve, yeah, Stephen Root. I wasn't sure if you could know him by name, um, but a very familiar face, but very subtle, you know, in his acting and... I don't know, as small of a role it was. I, I liked his character too. He's good. Yeah. But he's a good, a he's a good actor overall anyway. Like if you ever see him in anything, I mean, you probably have because he's so familiar. I mean, he's pretty young here, but yeah, you're right. Like he's very subtle and <laughs> like he plays a really good listener. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, after he fetches the, you know, the files and stuff. Like, right, well, of course. We, we have nothing on Willie Lopez. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I really like it. And then you got that the, the other lady who's side-eyeing, you know, because it's a ghost story. I totally get right. it. Yeah, I can get that. She was, at least he was, at least he, he was nice about the whole situation. And the other, the other, <laughs> the other cop was not very nice. She was kind of a dick. No, no, she wasn't. Uh, yeah, I, I, I had more thing, uh, more important things to do. It just right. goes back to like paperwork. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Carl never gets the money. So, okay, here's the thing. Did he steal the money from Sam or did he launder the money for drug lords? Both. <laughs> okay, because it kind of played both. I'm like, wait a minute. He saw the mount. He's got the code, whatever. You know, Sam changes the code. And then you get the little bit of that whole pre thing. You're like, oh, why did you do that? You know, like. Showing you that there's little crumbs about Carl and being ain't shit. Um, but I'm like, where, where do these drug kingpins come about? You know, I don't know where. I'm like, is Ozark's now? What's happening? What's going on here? Anyway, so that was a little. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they, mean, they changed Ozark their minds. I don't know. probably, um, in, you know, in, uh, inspired by this movie. Which, by the way, I, I have to throw it out for no reason because the post was basically that uh, that very thing. No reason. Um, I just tagged you in a Bob meme. <laughs> yes dude I, did you see me like yeah re, yeah, yeah, yeah. Re this is Bob for La Bamba reshare this for uh for no reason <laughs> yeah I, I, had, like, I thought two that was awesome too. I was like oh my god this is great and it's like for no reason it's just all right well let me just put it out there <laughs> oh yeah yeah I had a pretty good amount of people like yeah I I like this um we might have to start it, and a, also a agreeing with you right this is Bob yeah this this is right that, that is yeah. Bob if I ever saw Bob before <laughs> played by Cyber Morales so yeah bring it up La Bumba whenever we can go check out that review yeah um I don't know man like I I, I like this but it's like I don't I don't want to bum you out I feel bad you know sometimes, <laughs> this is weird but here's the thing though this is why it's you and I right this is why it's Peter and myself yes doing this thing because it's not always gonna be like oh we you know we're not, we love we're not gonna movie, love every right? we're not, movie yeah, together, exactly like La Bamba of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> there is no La Bamba anywhere else you guys just so you know there's no La Bamba anywhere um uh, but I will I will say that that's probably why you know that's probably the reason why this works, if it does, <laughs> like because yeah. we don't not necessarily having the same. Well, it has it better work. We have new art, so we we better work for a while. Um, we can't go back in time and change the art now on a Potstalgic uh, right. cover. But uh, I, I I'll say that I, you know. But sometimes I, I can't help but feel bad sometimes too because you know there's certain aspects where I'm like oh my god am I just kind of shitting on this thing? I mean, kind of am, except for the Whoopi Goldberg thing. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't know. I, but, you know, again, we got to be honest. This is we, how I feel. I am a weirdo. I am definitely on the out outlines as far as, like, 
how this movie was portrayed and received by the general population. So it, it happens, you know. I'm also, you know, I'm also only uh, kind of an outlier for uh, that other Patrick Swayze movie I was telling you about that sure. everybody seems to love. Right, and um, the, the the other thing too, Mariano, I have, I have to like give you props for doing you right. I mean, you're you're not going to sugarcoat your distaste for this movie. You know, um, we have watched movies. One in particular, the oh god, what what, what was the one with the the not the best man? Was it the best man? Was it the best man? Yeah, was that the one? Um... Was it? <laughs> oh shoot, I what, think so. Tell, tell me, let's see, what scene are we talking about here, or what what scenes? The whole stand movie. Up in we we, okay. we both watched the whole movie <laughs> and then decided that we're not going to review it. Because yeah, it, it was, was the best man. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was so the best man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. Um, and, and that one, like, we were just. I don't know. I, I think it we wouldn't just, have been fun. That wouldn't have been fun. Yeah, I think. that wouldn't I think. have been yeah. fun. At yeah, least you know if we're on different sides. You know that could be uh, that can make for a good discussion. And obviously, or even different levels, Peter. Like you know, if yeah. we're on different levels of like let's say, ah, we you know we kind of some things we can like about it and some things we didn't really care for. But but we're kind of on different levels when it comes to that kind of stuff, right? But you're right. But when we're both like basically like this ain't shit. <laughs> this reasons yeah. why. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Particularly when, like, look at the cast of that movie. Like, I, I know, so good. I'm a fan of so many of them. Yeah. <sighs> Like, oh, so many good actors on there that I really, really, really like love watching and looking at the film again. And I remember the thing, Peter, remember it's funny. You and I discussed this, even you know, we decided we're not going to record that one. Is we're like, we remember this movie, liking this movie a lot. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's just, you know, that shows like maturation too. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm glad that you saw, I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy you were seeing, you saw that from me. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you, you were, let me see here, if I was 16 at that time, you were 26, so yeah, right. of course, yeah. Yeah, maturation, um, thank you. You know, but but movies have changed over time, and writing has changed, people have changed, the world has changed, the world is oh, yeah. changing, so um, yeah, it, it, that's why I, I like going back and re- revisiting these old movies, and it's so funny too, because the the quarantine, you have all these other podcasters who typically do new releases, and then now they're kind of forced to go back and do old movies. I'm enjoying listening to some of these people also saying like, oh, gosh, I forgot what it was like and blah, blah, blah. I go, that's exactly what we do on our show. You know, it's exactly, kind of nice. Yeah. Wait, do you say, would you think, Peter, that this is almost like this is a time machine? Absolutely it is. But it's a podcast? It's in the form of a podcast. Because I, yes. I, I feel like there might have been a, um, maybe a, not a knock, but I feel like, Early on, when I started podcasting, it was kind of like, oh, Peter does like family movies or, or, you know, these movies when he was young. Well, yeah, you know, I, I kind of like that because, yeah, you know, revisiting them, I, I may have a different, uh, difference in opinion uh, on things. And, but now, like, people are kind of doing it and having like that same revelation, like, oh, man, I, I remember this movie differently, you know, so everyone's kind of doing it, uh, go, doing it too now. Um, yeah, I think we've said all that we could, uh, really about this movie. Um, you know, it is pretty simple, and it kind of does meander um, uh, quite a bit. And this movie, the runtime, I kind of felt its length this time around. I mean, we're looking at over two hours. Right. This needs to be trimmed down to like yeah. an hour and a half. I had, I was watching with Alec, by the way, my wife Allegra, who was watching with me last night. Oh, okay. And this is one of those, this, Back to the Future, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off were the videotapes she had growing up, I think. Interesting. So she watched okay. those a lot. Okay, so... Uh, I'm assuming, I think that's one of those four, but I know that there was one of those movies that she saw. So she knew, like... She knew, she knows this film really well, right? So one of my running jokes with her was like, you know, this movie would have been a little better if they trimmed down him walking down the down the street for X amount of time or getting on the... You know, basically, <laughs> yeah. like... Because there's so much... I feel like you're right. Two hours, over two hours, right? Just slightly over two? Yeah, yeah. A bit much. It could have been 140 140 would have worked better for okay. this, I think. Okay. I mean, just in general, but, you know, you got to trim it, trim it here and there. Don't trim anything with Whoopi in it. Right, Just right. trim all that other shit. You, By the maybe, way, maybe you know, if, give her more stuff to do. I was going to say, Peter, if if people, like, if you're saying, like, oh, family movies and whatnot. By the way, Ghost is not necessarily a family movie, right? No, but no, But no. if we want us, we can always cover My Erotic Ghost Lover, which is basically a more adult version of Ghost. I read the synopsis. This also mm. on Showtime because mm-hmm, I was, mm-hmm. was looking for Ghost on Showtime. Okay, that popped and up. And I saw that, and I was like, what the hell is this, right? And when you see the picture out there in the world, you'll know what I'm talking about. I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I, I hit on it and see what the synopsis is. It's basically a freaking, uh, it's ghost. But okay. <laughs> I'm soft, 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 
Southcore porn, I guess. Is there more Ghost. pottery in it? Is the question. <laughs> that I don't know. I didn't get into it. I didn't watch it. Okay. But basically, it's uh, yeah, it's basically Ghost. <laughs> this, this is available right now. Is what you're saying? Yes, on Showtime, buddy. Hmm. Showtime. Okay, yeah. I, I did mention I watched the actual Ghost movie on Showtime. Yeah, so me too. That's why I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I'm gonna read this real quick just just because I don't know why, why the hell not. It's yeah, a podcast, yeah, yeah. whatever. Sure. Uh, my erotic ghost lover. That's the name of this, the movie, by the way. Just so you know. It's a good time. Um, Sophia and Michael have the perfect marriage. When Michael is tragically killed, Sophia, Sophia immediately notices strange things happening in her home. She cannot shake the feeling that he's still with her. Sophia's best friend convinces her to speak with a psychic who tells Sophia that Michael is trying to warn her. When Sophia confronts her husband's friend about some of the details of Michael's death, the truth comes out. But will Michael's love be enough to protect her from beyond the grave? That's that, ghost, right? That, that that is ghost. Yeah. Okay. Th- th- thank you for reading that because it actually reminded me of the scene of where Carl is acting even more ancient. You know oh, when he's yeah. coming on to Molly. Okay, dude, the coffee thing, right? Dude, I fast forward through that scene. It's bad, right? It's, it's cringy. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. I was watching and and and, and watching that with Larry. She's telling me like she goes, "Oh, I hate this." I'm all like, "Cause I remember him being creepy like that, but I don't. Again, I, don't, I haven't seen it in a long time. It's, so it's supposed to make dude. you uncomfortable, you know. And oh, I, totally. I know it's coming, and you know, I was just like, you know what? I know this movie well enough. I, I am fast forwarding through that scene, and that's the only one that I skipped. Yo, he flipped the picture of them. Right when this whole thing started, he, I didn't even notice it. Yeah, he's gonna yeah feel bad about it. He, he had the whole like oh, and then the coffee's. I'm like, who, what are you, a toddler? Who the hell drinks coffee? You know, who the hell would spill that much coffee on them or any kind of drink for that matter? Oh my god, it was, yeah, it was bad. But I will say one of the positives about Patrick Swayze in this movie, shirtless Patrick Swayze at the beginning when they're tearing down the house, that oh, was sure. pretty dope. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to that. Shout out to that apartment. Holy shit, that loft is fantastic. The that stairway is, going up, very beautiful. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very nice, very nice. Uh, yeah, so it's not all bad from me. Just so, so okay, you know. all right, just just a little bit. All right, so uh, so we kind of gave our opinions on the movie. Let's see what uh, other sites gave it. Uh, IMDb has it uh, seven out of ten, and Rotten Tomatoes has it just slightly higher at seventy four percent. So pretty much the same. Um, I'm assuming you're gonna go lower than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. Look, I can see that i was surprised at that i thought it would be a little higher just because of the way it was received but i wonder how down the line you know years down the line maybe there's a change on that because yeah. you're saying this was nominated for a film best film and screenwriting yeah, yeah. right right um uh i here's i would give it a five out of ten and all those five points go to Whoopi goldberg okay I to like me. It. well four you know what i'm gonna say five and a half four goes to five goes to Whoopi. <laughs> half goes to everything else because i don't want to be a total dick about it do you want to uh, maybe like, some brownie points for the song? You know, to the Righteous Brothers. Want to give them something? <laughs> not, I'm not a fan of that song because no? okay. it was overplayed. And I'm not saying it's not a good song because it actually is a good song, but it's one of those like I've heard it enough in my time. You know, it's the end of the it's the end of the road for me. Like it's a good song. Okay. And I'm a fan of uh, Boys to Men, but you know, I'm not gonna go to that song when I hear Boys to Men. You know what I mean? I got you. I got you. All right, so that's going to do it for this oh, episode. Yes. Peter, what do you yeah. give it, buddy? You didn't say. Oh, yeah. You, you know what? Um, I'm going to give it a, like a 6.8, you know, just slightly okay. under 7. I think uh, to me, I think this is above average because I, I, like, I like the idea of the movie. Um, you know, it's not time traveling, but it's another fantastical element of it where Sam is a ghost. And, and I like I like him doing ghost shit, you know, but but you're right. I, I don't think he's like an extreme, extremely likable ghost. Uh, guy or character rather because I love Patrick Swayze you know I right. uh, I like a lot of things he he, um, he has done and uh, you shout out to like his documentary uh, I think I think it's called I Am Patrick if uh, anyone hasn't seen that man if you decide to watch that just make sure you have a box of tissues next to you because that shit is just it's 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 heart wrenching because he's just he's a beautiful person you know you you watch that documentary yeah Patrick was man he was he was so dope. He's just a dope, like, you know, like, I'm, I'm a big fan. I, and, and even, you know, and again, like, you know, when, I love his movie Roadhouse. This is a cheesy, corny movie, but, yeah, you know, he's, the, really, yeah. he's really good in that. I mean, just for what it is, uh, I mean, break, you know. Right? Point oh, Break yeah. as well. Point Break. Yeah. Dude, yeah, totally. There you go. Hey, like, as you mentioned, Red Dawn. Right. Another one of those classics, you know what I mean? Not necessarily a great movie, but it's Patrick Swayze. You know, he's also one one of the outsiders, too, by the way. So That's right. Yeah, Dally. Uh, uh, Derry. He played yeah, Derry. Yeah, right. So, uh, he... Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, I love Patrick Swayze. Dude, they, um, the Outsiders completely just like I completely forgot about that for a split second. Really? Yeah, yeah. Dude, Ralph Macchio, buddy. I know Ralph Macchio. Hey, that's my friend. <laughs> you know, that's my friend Ralph Macchio. That's your buddy. Yeah, your BFF. <laughs> um, I- I- anybody that is interested, I do. You know, Cobra Kai Companion. Uh, I have an episode out where I spoke with the creators of Cobra Kai and Ralph Macchio and Billy Zapka came on as a surprise as well. Uh, so you listened to it recently and and uh, and enjoyed it. So hopefully, you know, the, anyone out there that's a fan of either uh, Billy and Ralph or or fans of Billy and Ralph, uh, check check that out, Cobra Kai Companion. Um, all right, so you know, I threw that out. Well, wh- where can listeners find you if they want to agree <laughs> with you and and say, you know, what, Ghost really isn't that good. Yeah, you know what? If you're like one of the other five people out there on on the planet, you can please contact me on Twitter at Papa Elefante. That's at P A P A. E-L-E-F-A-N-T-E. And for me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at PaulStalgic. Next week, or the next episode, rather, is going to be another anniversary. And because Mariano is such a big fan of Michelle Pfeiffer, we're going to check out What Lies Beneath, guys. Mm, I can't wait to check that out again. I, I feel like... I saw it a number of times, but only in 2000 when it first came out, and I have not yet since uh, revisited. Um, I feel that's Robert Zemeckis. Oh, is it? I feel like it is. Let me just uh, double check that real quick. Yeah, do the Googles real quick. It is a Robert Zemeckis film and also scored by Alan Silvestri, who also scored Back to the Future and Predator and all those other, other movies. So it'll be interesting. Be interesting. Let's see if that um, if that holds up. But also, right. I don't I don't know if I ever told you this, but my co-host over at Original Remake, uh, Michael, he has uh, he has a request for us because I I brought up your love for Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh-huh. Uh, he thinks that we should check out Wolf. Review that okay. one. Uh, you know, I've never seen Wolf. Neither I'm have into, I. Because I has um, Jack Nicholson, if I'm not mistaken, it correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> we did the the Birdcage, and he was talking uh-huh. about how, uh, he was talking about Harry Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> And um, and so and, went to werewolf. That's well, how you, he says Jack you Nicholson went? is pretty hairy in that movie. Okay, so <laughs> well he has he's a wolf, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that tracks too. <laughs> okay, but, um, um, I thought for a second he, were, he was going to say Frankie and Johnny because I brought that up in my mind. Just because I look because uh, <laughs> I remember like and I guess it's Michelle Pfeiffer and and uh, and Al Pacino like together again after it was a kind of a big deal because it was you know oh, Scarface years and years and years yeah. since Scarface right um and I was I was telling Allegra about it and I was and she goes I never seen it. I'm like yeah we should probably watch it just cuz I remember liking it but okay. you know it's a kind of slice of life movie I guess you know Frankie anyway, Johnny yes, that is for you Wolf okay I will totally do that that'll we'll, be we will definitely awesome. add, add it to the list we'll see if you know we'll figure out when there's not a huge um you know anniversary and we'll throw a wolf in there for sure Did you say we'll figure out I might have <laughs> yeah <laughs> By accident? Maybe that's what I heard. <laughs> Maybe that's what you wanted to hear. You're yeah, like, I wanted Michelle to hear Piper? that. You're yeah. right. Yeah. More, more reasons right. to watch. Her. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening as always, and we'll see you next time. All right, bye. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.